0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Borellis.
1: Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, guys. It's Tommy. And Angelica. And I'm Phil. And you are listening to <laughs> Real, Real Talk. Talk. Do you know what's actually two.
2: painting me? That he gets the satisfaction of, of doing, doing two podcasts. I know. <laughs> it's actually
1: <laughs> painting me. He's dancing in his seat. He's so excited. <sighs> Ew, that ah! dance is so gross. Um, so Round they, two. Round <laughs> two.
0: What, what, what we should talk about it with her, no? <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: We have a special guest today, and what happened was we recorded the whole entire episode with this special guest. And uh, then I went home and the audio didn't work. Mm-hmm. So we're re-recording right now. Yes. And, uh, this the audio is the didn't work round. and
2: Thomas threw himself on the floor and screamed and cried. I did. <laughs> I,
1: I did throw myself on the floor and scream and cry. Yes. I went home at after midnight, saw that it didn't work. Threw myself on the floor, was screaming like a maniac, and Joey was like, thought someone died. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, the audio just doesn't work. <laughs> I'm going yeah, to hold rough. off on my, my, what happened to me that night until she gets on the phone. All right. Well, oh, okay. let, without further ado, let's call our special guest.
2: Okay.
1: Oh. Maybe. it. Mm-hmm. Hello. We have Miss Rachel Riley Villegas on the podcast with us. Oh,
3: my God, y'all. I'm so excited. I, like, actually... Okay, so you know I'm obsessed with both of you. But, like, I feel like I'm part of your family. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, my gosh. You are part of the family, honestly. (laughs) You're coming to Jell's Bachelorette. I mean, you can't get more family than that. That's literally (laughs) as family as you get. (laughs) Charleston, here we come. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> right? Dead. Literally,
3: it's going to be so epic. I can't wait for that batch chat. <laughs> I
1: know. Um, also, so Rachel, we told everyone before we just called you in that we are re-recording right now um, because okay. I messed up the uh, the audio mm-hmm. list. So it didn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you so much for like giving your time and like doing this again with us because yes. oh I'm so sorry that happened. But we're so happy to have you on to talk about everything that's going on in your life to talk about better with the brenchels, your family, um, there's, oh, there's no. so much wait, wait, there's snake something,
2: the n- There's something Uncle Phil wants to get out. I said when he started oh, what? talking
1: about,
0: how you doing, Rachel? How are you doing, Rachel? Uh, <laughs> how are you doing <laughs> Hi, Rachel? How are you doing, Rachel? Like I said the last time, I'm fanning. So uh, I'm still fanning. <laughs> anyway, when he talked about I'm fanning
3: how over up. Uncle Phil. I'm fanning over all of you. I love that. I think that phrase does need to be the right? Do you think it's appropriate to say like fanboying? Instead of
1: fan girl girl. <laughs> For some reason, like using fanning. the word using the word boy to describe him is just gross and weird. So I'm gonna say no. Let, let's veto fanboying. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had.
3: This... Yeah, like fanning. Fanning is the best. That's fanning
1: is the way to go.
3: He's fanning go. over
0: yeah. you. <laughs> That's <right>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So when Thomas told his story about how he threw himself on the floor, there was a part of my, what happened with me was that night I went up to bed. And I had a sinking feeling that it didn't work. I shut the phone volume off so I wouldn't hear the phone ring.
1: And then oh, all no. of a sudden
0: the light came on and you said it didn't work. I was like, and I didn't sleep. I was up two hours of bed. Didn't you text us that
1: you were the, crying? Wait,
2: yeah. and the selfie that he sends us. No, the he next sent it to us, yeah,
1: Rachel, the next <laughs> morning he sent us a selfie. He said, because I wrote, I was like, oh my God, the audio's not working. I'm panicking. And he sent us a selfie and said, I didn't sleep all night. I was crying.
2: Yeah, and it was a
1: really rough oh. selfie, and it was really way. rough looking. So that's where we're at. That's how much we love you, because and that's how I'm a, sad I'm we were. Senegal, we have her oh own my god, I love it. So. I'm dead. All right. Well, we have so much to talk about there. First of all, last time we didn't even talk about the Challenge USA. That's another major show that we have to cover. But before we get into that, we have Big Brother, the new season. We have Snake in the Grass as your new show coming out on USA Today and Peacock. And you also have Better with the Branchals, which is your own show that you created where you're trapped. So you just moved from LA to Alabama and yeah. the premise of the show is that i mean hop in if if i get it wrong but the premise of the show is that you stop at all the cities along the way on your road trip from LA to Alabama and you get to know the local communities you work with um local organizations and it's just you and your family like uh, taking this milestone this road trip
3: A hundred, yeah A 100% yep so when we when i was creating the show um they were like what do you want to do like what are you thinking? Are you guys going to go to the national parks? Like, are you going to do like family stuff? I was like, you know, I think it would be really cool if we could take this opportunity to get to know people in the local community and meet with people that are making a difference in their local community and try to help and try to also make a difference. Because I feel like there's so many different ways to travel. And I, I wanted, originally I wanted this to be like a way that people could see this and then that they would be able to, you know, maybe do this when they're traveling on their own road trips and maybe they could like meet up with different organizations. If you're like, I'm taking a trip to Miami. So like, let's go party for a few days, but like one day maybe we can like do a beach cleanup or something cool like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's what I was kind of thinking. And also I would, I wanted to teach obviously my daughter to um, how she can get involved with local communities and get involved and try to make a difference. Cause I think it's so important for them to kind of see that and learn yeah. Um, and now she wants to be a vet it's the
2: cutest thing ever Oh, I feel so like cute. I feel like what's better than like of course obviously you giving back but even just the chance of possibly inspiring other people to look into giving back and yeah. you know what I mean like right. it's, yeah. it's more than just her giving back it's her possibly inspiring other people it's just like a domino effect you you're, know with you're hundred like
1: percent right it's not just giving a platform to the communities that, the people right. that you work with. But it does, like, honestly, after watching, I'm like, I want to get involved. Like, with- I need
2: to do more. Yeah, like- I'm like, is there, is there something going on
1: in Staten Island that we could give back yeah. somehow? Right, we're like, can we get involved? So you are making a big difference. And, and oh, yeah, It's amazing, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so yeah. glad to
3: hear that. Because I always kept saying, like, it's not about me, it's about these organizations. And it's about, like, the, trying to get the word out for the organizations. Because maybe they don't have the voice. But, like, I've been given this crazy voice, like, a platform for 12 years. And I'm like, what am I doing um, to give back. And I was like, I needed, I wanted to be able to, um, help out however I could with these like local organizations. And then also like, yeah, it's so easy y'all. Like I, that was the other thing I'm getting to writing my blog. It just takes forever when you're a mom of two and I also work. <laughs> but like, I, I am going to write on my blog. I wanted to talk about how um, you know, the, how easy it is to just give a to give back and to take, you know, a few hours a day or, you know, donate your bras or, um, you know, if you see like, a, I mean, not in Staten Island, but like, uh, if you live in the <laughs> desert, there's a snake or something you can call to have, to have it removed instead of killing it. Like, you know, I think that these are good lessons that the kids can learn. And, um, I was super excited about it. So that's awesome. Yay!
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And you, you, it's funny. You mentioned like, Oh, I'll get to my blog when I have time. I have a lot going on. You literally don't stop. I never met another person who doesn't stop as much as you. You are a mom. You just made your own show. Um, you yes. are starring in other reality shows coming out. You Great. literally what don't time, stop.
2: What times
3: do you wake up in the morning? I need to know. Oh my God. Like five. It is actually out of control. And I try to do this oh all the gosh. time. Cause it's like, I I swear I'm like okay I can just sleep when I'm dead like but honestly like it's between being a mom and working and trying to do all these things like there's so many things I want to do and accomplish in a day and even yesterday my mom was like I think you're a little bit too much of a perfectionist you can like (laughs) I was like I need to be better
1: (laughs) yeah you're so good you're always going above and beyond I um, so, what
2: an inspiration for your kids to just like be a person that like you know pushes the limit and like just yeah. is constantly bettering themselves and the people around them.
3: Yeah. Oh and, my gosh, thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you guys, and and we're all inspirations, right? We can all be inspiration. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, also, speaking of that, you you're also in casting. I forgot to mention that as well. Yeah. You cast yeah. TV shows. You also work with influencers. You literally are a jack of all trades. You do it all. Um, But can you tell us about the casting process? What it, what you look for when you're casting a show? Because I think that, especially with this, when depending on what
3: show I'm casting, Mm -hmm. if I'm casting a show like, okay, well we'll talk like Big Brother, right? So if I was like on that casting team, I would be looking for people that are outspoken and fun and not afraid to be themselves. Like I think the best that can give someone is to wear your heart on your sleeve. Because at the end of the day, like, when you go into interviews, you can say all the perfect things. And sometimes casting, we don't notice that. But, like, you're going to go in the house and you're going to be a whoever you are. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be whoever you are on TV, which is going to be different than what you say in casting because you're going to be in this ex- extreme environment. And if you can just, like, be who you are, put your heart in your sleeve. Like, if you're going for a dating show, be willing to cry. Be willing to you know, risk it all for love. If you're going to go on a game show, be willing to, you know, do whatever it takes to be super competitive. Make sure you say like, why you're competitive, like not just, I'm really competitive. Like I'm super competitive. Cause when I was in um, college, I played soccer. And when I would be on the soccer field, I didn't even notice there were other people. Cause I was going after the ball so much, you know, these are great ways to kind of just like up that so that casting knows that you're serious about and how you'll be on camera I guess if that makes any sense
1: yeah that does make sense
3: I feel like you always
2: say that Thomas I feel like whenever anybody's gone through a casting process the advice that you always give is don't just say oh I'm confident explain or give an example of a situation where you've shown an immense amount of confidence
1: yeah you want to have stories to back everything up is what I've been told a hundred percent. Yes. It's and I be- think
3: like if you're you go. going out, it, if you're going out for like a show that you're a fan of, then you have the opportunity. And that's, people love that. Like in casting, we're fans of the shows that we're casting and we're fans of you because we're, we're obviously called you. We take our time to like get to know you. So I feel like if you are going through that process, then you should talk about that show that you're a fan of like if it's Big Brother or if it's you know I'm a fan of Snake in the Grass after everyone watches it because they will be a huge fan yeah (laughs) Um, you know if you're a fan whatever show that you're going out for talk about why you're a fan of the show and do your homework Mm -hmm. I have had people embarrassingly enough go on and be like wait what's the show about and they're like they're already going through multiple stages of casting and I'm like wait you haven't even done your homework on Like you don't even know what the show is about.
1: Yeah, that's not. That's it's not it. So, Rachel, I don't know if you know this,
0: but I was almost on a show.
3: Perfect. I actually went. Well, it's funny because we said we said it's like. uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: (laughs) No, I went there for three weeks and then uh, didn't get on.
3: Oh, I know, on the circle, right? (laughs) Yeah, well... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> We've never said the name on here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but oh it's fine. I'm so sorry. It's fine. No, I don't on care. A show, fine. On a show.
1: On a sh- you know no, it's, it's not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's no yeah,
3: it's really fine. You can yeah. edit that part out. But Cat's like, but out of the
1: bag. No, but it's okay. It's fine.
0: We're very like transparent here. It doesn't matter. But Yeah. yeah no. Oh, I, okay. So I went through that whole process, and it was a lot of fun. And then you get there, and, and you just basically sit there, and uh, you're an alternate. But you
2: would definitely yourself through the casting process, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and
3: and that's the crazy part, because I was going to say, like, once you're even, you're still going through casting when you're in sequester. Like, all these reality shows have, like, a sequester period, and it's like, you're still basically going through, like, they have had people on Amazing Race that have not got put on the show. They've had people, obviously, for Big Brother, The Circle, like... A ton of dating shows, dude, we filmed, okay, we did Paradise Island, um, the remake in, it was for Fox, it was the remake, and we flew out, I don't even know how many people we flew out, but I, it was awful, they had people that were sitting in the hotel room for like a month, at the beach in Cancun, like, they could not leave, they were like, please let us go to the beach, (laughs) like, it was torture, watching the beach every day, and they didn't even get on the show.
1: That, yeah, that's yeah, that crazy. happens. I I remember um on my season there was two there was one spot left for a girl in our cast for oh, a Big Brother, cool. and yeah. they wound up like they brought everyone there and they had like a final interview in the hotel. It was with Christy and this girl Jenna. And they wound up picking Christy, um, but the, oh. and the girl Jenna got booted. But it was like they were both still casting, competing for that one slot left, and e- down to In the sequester? day before. Yeah, down to the oh. day before, they brought all oh the ex- execs God. into their hotel room and sat them down and had a whole other interview round that nobody else had.
3: That's crazy. I wonder if that's what happened with this season. With like because Marvin, he like I just am so confused about how he. He was on America's Got Talent and The Circle, and then he was cast for Big Brother. But like, like we go through background, medical, psych—like, those are big. That's like red flag. Like, you've been on another reality show. Like, I don't right. know how that would have gotten missed. You know, so I wonder. But also,
2: like, I'm just realizing, like, that rubs me the wrong way. So like, he literally is just solely trying to get on TV. Like, I'm confused.
1: Like, right? He didn't. Like, love- yeah. He's like, just a good personality and he maybe wanted to be on TV and wanted an experience but he's not like a diehard Big Brother fan. Per se. Yeah, I guess. But here's that what I think. What, yeah. I think that the loophole with that was the on the application, if I remember correctly, they ask, have you ever been on TV before? And maybe because the season hasn't aired yet, he was able to kind of it's kind of like what my dad does. Like yeah, when like he's manipulate like, his own mind It's voice. manipulating his own mind to thinking that he's not lying, but he really is. Like, yeah. So if the question says, uh, have you ever been sense. on TV before? He could answer no, because he oh. technically hasn't yet, but he did film the show. And then when the,
2: the name show, got released, everybody was like, wait a second, I literally watched it. Because it his episode on of America's Got Talent was like the week prior. Right. And the thing is, right. he, he
0: knew he got past that first round. So Yeah, but... But
3: then it's like so confusing, because I feel like they said, have you... F- Cause I don't know if like, maybe that's the loophole on the, on the application. But when, I don't know if this is other shows I've never cast for Big Brother. They won't let me, but on other shows I work on when we get to like the second. So they do the first application when they get to like the final application. It says like, are have you filmed anything in the past ah, year? Are gotcha. you in the process of filming anything?
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So now if I went for another <laughs> show, would I have
3: to say I was on a show? Yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, I agree. I bet he was just like an amazing personality and I bet he just like everybody, like he's so cute and he,
1: yeah, he's, he's, he's so- such a light. I feel like we're going to want to see him on TV. He's going to do great on the circle. I can't wait to watch him. A
3: hundred percent. I know. I can't wait to watch that.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I
3: also think there's someone else on the circle that we'll be watching this coming season.
1: I think you're right. I'm excited for that. <laughs> I know. Me too. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us about snake in the grass? When does it yeah. air? We're so excited about it. I love the premise.
3: Okay. So snake in the grass is this crazy show. We have one episode each. So I know like some people got confused about it, but, um, Janelle, Ceres, Stephanie, and I are on an episode. Um, our episode airs at toward the end of August. I think it's like August 25th or something,
1: okay. um, but I will.
3: I will post that, like, more as it gets closer to the air date. Um, and Snake in the Grass is, like, a mix between the mole and Survivor. It's this epic show. We go drop to, get dropped into Costa Rican jungles. We have to camp outside in Costa Rica, like, Survivor style. And it's just, like, a crazy experience. And then someone is trying to sabotage it because there's a snake in the grass. And it could be any of the four of us. Got it. So you so never basically, know. Who's a liar?
1: <laughs> yeah, one person in the group is trying to sabotage everyone else, but they're anonymous, exactly. and everybody else has to figure out who it is. What happens? 100%. What happens if the three of like the three people who are not the snakes figure it out?
3: Um. Well, I guess you'll have to find out when All you right, watch cool. the yeah,
1: video. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see. I'm so excited. It it's, reminds me of. I will say
3: though, when you find out, you'll everyone's going to be on the edge of their seats watching the whole show because the show is going to, um, it's the way that it's airing. It's like, you'll play along with the contestants basically. Okay. Right. So, so that's, that like was going to be my you.
2: next question. So is it like the mole? Whereas, cause I know on the mole, the audience also didn't know who the mole was. Right.
3: Exactly. So the audience won't know. The audience will be playing along. So the audience will be like, oh, my gosh, like throwing popcorn at the TV. It's going to be amazing.
2: Okay, amazing. I love yeah.
3: that. Yeah. And it's really – and y'all, I really camped out. There was actually snakes and crocodiles and there was –
1: Oh, my gosh. Um,
3: jellyfish and sharks. It was Oh, insane. my gosh. Yeah. It Wait, was that's insane. so
1: scary. <laughs> it
3: was, it's going to be crazy when you guys see it. You're going to be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it's nothing I ever did, but – it was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had on any show that I filmed. And just being in Costa Rica, I think, was just, like, the epic backdrop. And these people, like, it's from the producers of Naked and Afraid. So they're so good at their job of, like, getting the shots. And it's just going to look so amazing. Yeah, on Naked and
1: Afraid is a great show also. So I'm- I've
2: never yeah. watched, but you know what? Rach, you know what I'm watching right now? Tell me if you've seen it before. Did you ever watch Temptation Island?
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'm casting Temptation Island right now.
2: I'm losing my mind over this show. It is the best reality
3: show I've ever watched. <laughs> okay. I love that you said that because I'm passing it. Yes. Um, it is a really fun show because it's like a mix between a dating show and, like, uh, like a – I'm not but because they're obviously, like, living in a very posh condition. But, like, you know, they have to tempt the other other people. And then I'm always thinking in my head, like, do the singles fall in love with the other singles? You know what I mean? I – yeah,
2: I always – well, I mean, I guess if they're bisexual or like right. they would, but
1: because oh. the sing,
2: So what it is is they take four couples that are in relationships. Uh-huh. They put the four guys that are in a relationship in a house with 12 single girls, and then they take the four girls that are in a relationship and put them in a house with 12 single guys.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's
2: it's literally fucking insane. It wow. is the is sickest insane. show ever.
3: But they, you know, those singles, they like... They do I meet know. each other
2: yeah and like i always wondered that because like sometimes like the people in the relationship like you know obviously uh, people when you don't know someone you're basing anything that you any form of opinion you're basing it off of looks so like i always wondered like everybody kind of gets to see each other at first at one time right. so i'm always yeah. wondering if the guys or girls are like looking at the people who they're going to be living with like the four people mm-hmm. and wishing that
3: they were going to be with the singles that are
2: next to them <laughs> instead
3: <laughs> That's what I think too. I literally I I think that too, especially when we're going through casting. I'm like, these people would get along really well. I don't know yeah. if I'm allowed to say that. Playing matchmaker. You know
1: <laughs> it's like a puzzle that you're just trying to put together on your own behind the scenes.
3: Yes, exactly. Especially on a dating show because you know, you know what these like what people like, you know what right. I mean? So
1: Yeah. There's a guy sense.
2: on this season right now that I would... Okay, so you remember Jessica from Love is Blind? Yes. You know how how I feel about Nicole Franzel? Yes. i rather literally live with them for the rest of my life than ever even have a conversation with this one guy that's on the season right
1: that's now. That's how much you hate that's him. That's how much I hate him.
2: That's literally <laughs> how much I hate him. Like, I've never hated a human being so much in my entire living life. I blocked him on every form of social media. I was this close to creating a link LinkedIn just to block him on LinkedIn (laughs) oh my god wait which which guy this guy Kendall oh yeah he's the worst human being to ever exist literally the worst but I'm not even going to get into it whatever that's, I have to crying. watch the show no the show is amazing I have to
1: is it like the new season that's on right now or is it an old season that you watch? no watching? this
2: is there's four seasons I'm on season three Kenzel is on season wow.
1: three wow oh my god. in the group chat that we have to watch this and talk about you have yeah I to want to watch, watch it now because I the want to watch, watch the new. It. I
2: want to talk about the new season when it comes out because it is okay, like great. the sickest reality show ever
1: alright amazing and wait
3: right. right. really so that means you're
2: casting for this new season that's coming
3: out yeah I'm casting for season five what Oh, that's Sophie, so if wow. anyone listening wants to be on Temptation Island, then let me know. That's sick.
1: <laughs> Any of our listeners. Yeah. Oh, Joey's raising his hand. Are you kidding, <laughs> Joey?
0: Oh,
3: he's waiting. Oh. Joey's been
2: so mad at you, and he's waiting for the opportunity yeah, he to just, like...
1: he did a half raise. He didn't extend the elbow. The elbow was tucked to his side.
2: <laughs> well,
1: a listen, little. Joey, if jo- you want to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Honestly, you have to be not engaged in you- dating over a year. You fit the
3: criteria.
1: Mm-hmm. I think right? To- well, and... I- be a heterosexual couple
3: no you don't this season we're we're casting all different types of couples and we're (gasps) casting all different types of like um person like singles so we're casting like literally like uh you know uh bisexual like um, uh straight gay uh, non-binary
1: well joey you volunteered so looks like you're on that's it yeah no going back now joey (laughs) have fun yeah and so
3: because the network wants to like Make it feel, you know, so everyone can do it, kind of thing. Yeah,
2: yeah that's that makes great. sense. I love that they're doing that. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, well, speaking of like, casting, um, let's talk about Big Brother this season. So, where okay. we're at right now, um, what just happened was, first of all, Taylor uh, by it, it's like, what's it called? Like, she's had like a rebirth, like a, a second yeah. chance, almost like it's like starting fresh. Yeah. As sad as it was that, like, you know, what happened to Paloma, that she was really struggling in the house. And Rach, you, I want to hear you speak on this, but when Julie was saying like, you don't know what it's like to be in this house unless you're in it. Like you don't sleep. I remember that feeling. I didn't sleep for like the first week either. We slept like maybe four hours a night. If we were lucky, like we barely did that. It was your, your adrenaline's just going and you're like thinking about all that's to come. So to see what Paloma went through and how she struggled, it makes a lot of sense. Like I really could see that happening
3: yeah so I don't remember not sleeping in the house but I do remember your adrenaline so crazy that like that first week I remember you don't like you're embarrassed to go to the bathroom in front of everyone that was my big thing (laughs) Um,
1: yeah
3: and then like I remember thinking in my head that like um this like everyone's talking about me behind my back and this is like I can't leave this room. Yep. I can't, I do remember, so I do remember everyone stays up till like 4 a.m. And you feel like you can't go to sleep because you don't want people to talk about you.
1: Right. A hundred percent. So I do remember that. Yes. So I do. I remember that too. I do you're feel 100% for her. Right. You feel like right. you can't go to bed because you're worried that if you leave, people are going to be, because, listen, uh, here's what I'll say. I think we're seeing a lot of, like, you know, mean girl mentality, mob mentality people talk about yeah. on Twitter. They get upset over it. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a social experiment. And what I realize with every season that I watch is that it is, p- like, part of psychology is that what brings people together? Having an enemy. Having a common enemy. Yeah. So people, like, pick an enemy. You see it every season People all fixate on an enemy, even if it's not warranted. It's psychology. Right. And it, it brings everyone else together. That's what they do to to try and bring mm-hmm. themselves together. They choose another a, a common enemy, someone to not like. And in this case, we saw it happening to Taylor. It was yeah. not warranted. She did absolutely no. nothing wrong. Um, and people just didn't...
0: She, yes, she but but
1: the, they were not just fixating on game moves. They were fixating on personal things, and it just yeah. seemed like it wasn't warranted. It wasn't if it, it wasn't fair. So it, what I'm saying yeah. is, it's psychology, mm-hmm. that, like that people would do that, and they're still doing it in the house today. Taylor okay. Paloma has left the house. We have moved on. Jasmine is now H O H. Michael has won the veto, and people are still talking about Taylor, and it almost feels like...
3: Wait, they're still talking about yeah, her? Yeah, they're Not still everyone. talking about Not her.
1: everyone. Some people... Well, but she's what on I'll, the block. What I'll say is, what I'm noticing... Yeah, I know she's
3: on the block. She's on so the silly. block.
1: Um, Daniel is still talking about her, and uh, listen, Daniel's a real talk listener, so we love Daniel, but he is talking about her. And what I want to say is, I think it's because he's now panicking about... The target becoming on him, so he's trying to grasp at straws. And still talk about Taylor, he's like still going back to last week when everyone was bonding, oh, talking God. about but, her. And
2: like, little does he know that that's just gonna rub the people the wrong way. Exactly, right. it's gonna right. backfire.
1: But I think that that's what he's doing. I just don't think it's gonna work. I think people. Well, the problem is when you're that. in
3: Big Brother, and you know, like if Michael takes Taylor off the block then they he knows that if he goes up on the block he has a chance to go home so i feel like yes. the problem is is like you think about okay i have to save myself yep. and it just it doesn't even become about the other person it's literally just starts to become about like whoever else i can convince the house to get yes. on the block and go home without me because i remember my first season i was on the block the first week it was me and brendan and brendan won the veto brendan got off taken off the block and brendan and i went up cuz we were showmans And um, then they put up Annie because she was friends with us, kind of friends with us, kind of friends with Brendan. And uh, they put Annie up on the block. And we were just like, we didn't care. But I remember Brendan making a deal with Hayden. And he was like, who, if you put up, will as a replacement nominee, will go home over Rachel. And Hayden said, I don't think anyone would. And Brendan was like, what about Annie? And then he's like, yeah, I think we could get Annie to go home. So it was more just like whoever you can get to go home. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yes. it's never personal. It's just like, that's you want game, your right? allies to stay in the game. And, and I don't know if that's what Daniel's doing, but, I think
1: and I'm Daniel, not saying anything
3: yeah. of the, of whatever happened with like the microaggressions, all that, that was like totally wrong. And I, yes. I'm not saying that that was okay, but I do know right. like when you're in that house, it is like crazy because you are in, I know from personal experience, like being secluded and being alone and being like, people were so mean to me. (laughs) And it was like, I don't know what I did and if I rubbed people the wrong way or what, but like, it's so hard. So like, I totally felt for Taylor because I know how it was. I had girls talking about me and then I know like, and then the girls that were talking about me felt like they were warranted talking about me. So it was just like, I look at it both ways at this point now, but I mean, it's just such a crazy experience. And I know, everyone I don't know from your season Tommy I think it's from your season this is true at the end of the show you're basically just going to be friends with everyone anyways it's like you look back and it doesn't really matter I don't know like that there's one person from big brother well maybe there's one person from big brother that I don't want to talk to but like (laughs) most of the house guests I feel like I would love to talk to them if I see them out i you know would love to go out with them if they need anything I'm there for them like it's it becomes like a big brother family and so I don't know like I think it's a great It's such a crazy experience, and it's yeah. I mean, if Daniel's yeah. talking about her, he's probably doing it, like you said, to try to save.
1: Yeah, I think he's doing it to keep himself. the target on Taylor because he's afraid himself. And just yeah. to go back to what you spoke on the microaggressions, I want to like acknowledge that I don't think that we're the the people to have that conversation. Right. You know, we're we're four white people having this talk. <laughs> but what yeah. I would suggest is that everyone go listen to. Or watch The Winner's Circle with Tiffany Mitchell. Tiffany has her first episode um, on the winner's circle. She's gonna be covering all season long. And she has Hannah Chada and Azza. I can't remember Azza's Al- last name, but all the cookout women, they speak on the microaggressions, what's going on with Taylor, the whole yeah. situation in the house. And I watched it. I loved it. It was a great episode. I learned from watching it. I love, like, listening to their perspective. And they're the people that we should be listening to on this. So, everyone, go listen to that. Watch it. Um, Definitely, there's a lot of stuff going on in the house that we can't ignore, for sure. Um, Yeah.
3: And we had um, Hannah on our podcast, too. And she kind of, like, explained a little bit of it, too. But I highly recommend, yeah, watching The Winner's Circle. And I know Aza talked about, like, colorism and the microaggressions and everything and things that I learned so much when Hannah was just kind of briefly explaining what they had talked about to me. And I, you know, I appreciate them so much for having that open conversation. So I agree with you, Tommy, like, Go yeah. watch that go 100%. watch that episode and
1: that's you'll how learn we learn. So that's that's how we learn. Yeah. Um oh by the way, she also has a podcast, as if that wasn't enough. Just throw yeah. that in the mix. <laughs> she has a podcast too. She like it's literally unreal. Like just when you think you know everything that makes up Rachel Riley, she throws another thing into the mix. <laughs> it's really out well, of control.
3: It's just it's me and Jason um from Big Brother Three. Do you guys remember uh Jason, the TV guy? Yes. Um, yep. Yeah, okay. So so Jason and Danielle Reyes had this um, Secret Alliance podcast and they had like or they had a Secret Alliance on Big Brother and then they had a podcast called The Secret Alliance and then they brought me on the podcast and then unfortunately Danielle couldn't do it with us cuz she's so busy doing her like real life. Yeah. And um so now Jason and I do it.
2: Amazing. I love that. Jason yeah. guy.
3: Yes.
0: So how does it feel Rachel to be born the Hall of Fame of Big Brother?
3: Yeah. I know. Uh, well, wait. Sorry. What did you say? I think you're, I'm. You.
0: You were on the Hall of Fame of Big Brother. CBS just released that.
3: Oh, the Hall of Fame! I saw that. I thought it was a joke. Is that not a joke? Is it? I is that really from is. CBS? I, I haven't looked it into
1: it, but I think it's real, actually. Okay. I, I well, did... how come?
3: Why isn't Xavier on that? Like he's literally. That's from what the I was thinking too.
1: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um,
3: I. That was the first thing I thought, and then I was like. No offense to Enzo, but why is Enzo on it? (laughs) I need to see this because I didn't see this. CBS released it?
1: Yeah, I'll find it to you. I'll send it to you on Twitter. So CBS put out
3: this Hall of Fame thing from Big Brother. And I I literally thought it was a joke from not from CBS because it's like Enzo is on it. Xavier's not on it. Tiffany's not on it, which I would have thought like. For sure, like Tiffany or Xavier because of the cookout, that was definitely a Hall of Fame. People are going to talk about that forever.
1: A hundred percent.
3: Xavier's a winner. So I was like, okay, why yeah. are they not – Enzo is on the Hall of Fame, which was, like, so weird because I'm like, what did Enzo do? But I guess someone was arguing Enzo made final three twice, mm-hmm. I guess, or three times maybe, and I was like, oh, I guess I see that. But then I just, like, don't think of Enzo as being this, like, Hall of Fame Big Brother player.
1: <laughs> we see Enzo on um, the Challenge USA. He's, I think yeah. he does really well too, is he's what I've heard. Well. Yeah, he's, he's doing
3: well. well. Um, he's doing well. But and I mean, I guess he's he. It's not like he's a bad competitor. I mean, he's no right. Not yeah. a bad competitor, but I guess he's not like I, because I played Big Brother season twelve with him. I think or sorry, he's only played Big Brother twice, so he's made final three twice. Then I guess that's right. The, Right. Sorry. So, but I guess because I played Big Brother with him, yeah. I felt like he was not, like, he never really was that great of a competitor on Big Brother on season 12, but he did win OTAV, and he did win, like, some other competitions. I just don't know. I don't know if I call him Hall of Fame. And I And I'm hear not, like, you. totally trying I... to just blast Enzo here,
1: but, like. No, that means, I, mean, I hear you. That's fair. That's yeah, oh, very That's Uncle fair. Phil's
3: favorite. Yeah, he well, loves
1: Enzo. He loves Enzo. That's
3: so funny. Uncle Phil, that's your favorite. That's, I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I don't get the meow I, I don't for, get it. For Christmas, I got my dad a cameo from Enzo. That was oh his my gift. God. I love it. That's it how is. much he loves him. It's because <laughs> That's here's the thing. How much you
3: love the meow meow? <laughs> yeah, he loves
1: the meow meow. But it's funny because when we watch Big Brother, a lot of times we love who we see ourselves in. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like we love the people who remind ourselves of <laughs> or us or, or we hate, hate. them. Angelica's <laughs> or case. We, we, we um, what's it called? On, when we were covering All-Star season, Angelica hated Nicole Franzel and we realized that they have more similarities yeah. than you would think. So we, <laughs> Don't even,
2: actually, I want to vomit that I ever came to that realization. <laughs> we don't have any similarities. Not
1: at
3: all.
1: Yeah. Um, but, None. Yeah, so that's why I think my dad loves him so much because oh, okay, okay. They're, they're kind well, of in similar. Case, yeah, both yeah. In and he insurance. is funny. Yeah. Both He's in the most <laughs> similar
2: thing about me and Nicole Francel is that we're blonde. Yeah. Oh, no, you oh, have nothing sure, in common
1: with Nicole Francel. Yeah, I don't remember. We're, we <laughs> we're to good. Go back You're good. Look at that episode. Yeah, but yeah. there was some similarities. No, I forgot them. Just yeah, blonde.
3: but that, that <laughs> Hall of Fame thing is so funny because I do see why they put Nokomis on because Nokomis like kind of invented the back door, right? Yes. So that makes sense. Daniel Rice, obviously. Obviously Will and Dan and Derek. And then obviously Janelle and my I mean, I would say obviously myself. Yes, myself. But, kind of my yes. <laughs> but then I mean I just was surprised. I could see June Song for sure, because I always feel like June Song almost invented the coaster slash floater game. Yeah. Um, and made it popular. Yep, she and was the then, first to do that. Yeah, she a hundred percent did. And then I'm trying to think like I mean, I would have thought for sure though Xavier would have been on that thing. And then I know Chilltown with Will and Boogie, but, like, after 14 and after, like, all the drama that took place with Boogie, I thought
1: Boogie would not have been on that. Yeah, that, that was surprising. It might be fake, Rachel. Honestly, we might be. It, I'm not sure it's real. We got to go yeah, to the CBS website. <laughs> Is it on the CBS website? I don't know. No, we we, no, no. we got to figure that out, get to the bottom of it. Yeah,
3: because I saw it on Twitter, but I was like, this is not a real cbs hall of fame list because if they if that was this i would be so shocked like it just doesn't seem like i mean of course i do think dick is a hall of famer but um i don't know like i guess he has to be on that list he is a hall of famer like everyone always knows how dick played the game and you know but then a lot i saw a lot of people talking about paul which i could see why paul could be a hall of famer but he's not ever won and he's he played a very similar game to Dick. So maybe it was like just they're talking about people that had their individual games or that made
1: changes to the game. Yeah. Maybe? That makes sense. Yeah. We got to make our own Hall of Fame list. That's then what we're going to do.
3: And Tiff or Tiffany, one of the cookout members for sure should have been on that list. Yes. Because the cookout. I almost feel like they probably weren't just
2: because it was so like recent like it's it's crazy like a lot of these Hall of Famers have only been on one season but because that season was so long ago and there's so many things that have happened after that with them involving Big Brother Mm -hmm. I guess it they just seem more of like a bigger person in the Big Brother community and maybe it's just because the cookout was literally last season that they haven't like had a chance even though they might not go back on Big Brother they haven't had a chance to be like
1: build up that steam and that reputation the years of people referencing them Um,
3: yeah.
1: What's, can you tell us who you love from this season? Like we don't listen, I don't want to like, you know, get too much into it because I feel like it's just getting started, but we want to know for sure. I
3: love, I have my, I have great opinions. I have, I love, um, Taylor. She's like, honestly, if I was on this season, that's who I would align with. And I've been asked that on a few, a few times. And I'm like, I would literally have aligned with Taylor. And, um, Janelle and I did this, like, um, you know, on Twitter, you can do Twitter spaces. So Janelle and I did a Twitter spaces. And one of the questions was, who would you have aligned with? And I said, off the bat, 100% Taylor, because she's the type of person that I feel like I would have the most in common with, you know, how you want to have stuff in common when you're living in a house in big brother. And I think she seems like she would be um, good at competitions. She seems like she would be loyal. And she seems like um, she would be someone that would be fun to talk to. So I'm always thinking in my head, like, Who do I want to hang out with? Who do I want to sit at 4 a.m. and have dumb conversations with? Who can I pick as like – and then because everyone kind of excluded her, I was like she would be a great person to make as like your ride or die because if everyone else is like against her, then you kind of want to like bring that person in, right? Yeah. So I think she would have been a perfect ally. Um, And then I also said – the other question was, going into that game, would you have said you were in pageants, like how Taylor said that she was in pageants, and does that put a target on you? And I said I would have 100% season 12, season 13, whatever, said that. And now, even in season 24, I think I still would have said it because I feel like it's something to be proud of. Like, it's something that you're like, I'm, you know, like it's it's an accomplishment. It's hard to win pageants. And I don't think she... I don't think that does put a target on your back. And then I know Janelle said she would not have said it because she thinks that people would have judged her or would have said, you know, like, oh, she's bragging or, you know, all these different things. People can make up for a hater for first week. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's such a, it's like a hard thing. Cause it is, of course in big brother, you don't want to draw attention to yourself too much, but then
1: I feel like it's such a, Accomplishment. I'm would, so you have, confused. would you have gone in
3: and said that you were? A I'm so confused
1: winner? why people would get weirded out by hearing that somebody else was in a pageant. Like, I, I don't. The have only that... thing,
2: the only thing I've read from like Twitter is that, like, about the pageant stuff is that you're able to sort on, sort of like put on like a fake face. Oh, just like, you
1: know what I mean? I mean, I just don't don't think like that. I
2: wouldn't think like that. Honestly, if I heard somebody and this is maybe me being judgmental and this is maybe wrong. I feel like if I, let's say, was in Big Brother and I had heard that somebody was in a pageant, I would just write them off as Dizzy. Like, I'd just be like, oh, they're just like like, a dizzy, pretty girl, girl,
3: like, not a threat. I wouldn't, like... But even, like, as, like, a Miss USA, though, because Miss USA, they're so freaking smart, and, like, Mm -hmm. they have talents, and they have to win stuff, and they have to be so poised. So I I would think of the opposite of, like, a Miss USA. If they were like, I miss Hawaiian Tropic, I would probably think, like, maybe she's a little dizzy. Or, like, I've won 12 Hooter pageants, you know? Like, that's maybe a little different. But Miss USA, I'm like, okay...
1: This you know world, what it and is? And maybe
3: it's because I did pageants, but I'm did pageants. The Miss USA?
1: The Miss Um? Where did I she don't place? remember. Was it?
3: Rachel, do you know where Miss she plays?
1: Miss Michigan. Yeah. Uh, she was
3: like the Miss Michigan for the USA, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The
1: extent of what yeah. I know about pageants is Miss Congeniality, the movie. So like and that's why. And she
2: won <laughs> Miss Congeniality. I honestly never seen that movie, so I know zero about pageants. No, but okay. that's
1: like. It kind of goes off of what you said, Angelica. Like I um I remember on our season, Kat and Holly said that they did pageants and I was like, Oh, cool, that's amazing. Like it does it's neither here nor there. Like it doesn't yeah, I feel like, like it's just like it doesn't feel. affect the game is kind of how I would feel. I don't know. I yeah. just didn't get it. Well
3: it doesn't it doesn't affect the game, but I could see if you're like a jealous girl, a jealous girl could uh-huh. be jealous of that. But if you're like you know, if you're a real girl's girl, then yeah. <laughs> I think you would be like, this is awesome. Cause I know how, I mean, I know personally how hard it is to win Miss USA. I've never did a right. USA pageant, like for the love of God, I would have loved to, but I was not at that level, but like you they're so accomplished and they're like poised. And these contestants are like, they, you know, they're just so smart and they have to be art- so articulate, Yeah, um, which is, why a lot, we don't see a ton of Miss USA candidates on reality shows because, uh, the casting always says they're too, um, turned on. Like they're too, uh, they know what to say too well and they're not, they don't, they can't take it down and be like too real. If that makes any sense.
2: That does
1: make sense. Yeah.
2: Like, like, you know, just associate that as putting on a fake face and you're, you're not going to know the real them because they're so good at you know,
1: mm-hmm.
3: putting on a front, and maybe yeah, that makes sense. I didn't. I guess I didn't think of it that way because that would be that would make sense because you would think maybe they they were so good at putting on that fake smile and the present th- the stage presence that they have to have obviously to be mm-hmm. on that big stage. So maybe that is a good point. So maybe it is smart to keep it as a secret. I don't know. I mean, I'm I so transparent think- myself that I can't keep anything a secret even when
1: I try. <laughs> I also think it goes back to what we were saying before, like the psychology behind this in the beginning, yes. you're looking to find a common enemy to bond everybody else together. So I feel 100%. like it was a mixture of maybe her making the pageant comments, but also people were just looking for someone to target. I think that yes. that's what happens in the right. beginning of big brother. I feel like we've seen it in so many seasons and we have to remember this is a social experiment. That is the... Yeah. The pattern is that people want to target someone in the beginning to bring them together. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't make it yeah. right, but no, I do it, think that's no, what's... No, 100% I agree with
3: you. And I think my other pick would be Michael because
1: Michael's I love
3: great. that he's a super fan yeah. and he's so fun. And the way his fiance talks about him on Twitter makes me love him even more. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but like just in general, I think Michael... And he's won two vetoes now and yep. spoiler alert, he won the, the second veto, but yep. uh, <laughs> he's won two vetoes now and I feel like he's obviously there to compete so, yep. and he's a Janelle fan and that makes me like him. I trust anyone that says they're Janelle fan.
1: Yeah, I, I hear you. I feel like he could be, I feel like he's a big brother legend in the making, actually. I, I kind
3: think so of, too. I feel like and that's almost what we're like seeing. like James Ryan, but hopefully like maybe he'll win. I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah, um, I I'm love ex- Michael
3: and I love Nicole. Those are my two favorites. Yeah,
1: I love Nicole yeah. too. I am loving. I like more Nicole
3: more. too. I think Nicole has a good... I always keep saying, I think Nicole has a good chance of winning. I see for sure Nicole in final three. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if Nicole won.
2: Um, that was my pick for the winner before even the first episode. No, my yeah. pick, Just reminding my you guys... And she's
0: on the, rock, the ropes the whole time. <laughs> she's yeah. on the
2: block for the second time. Rachel, is there anyone you don't
3: love? I mean... I don't know. Like, I didn't love Jasmine, and then she won HOH. So I feel like I have to give her credit for being a player that wants to play. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, how'd she I, win she, HOH after so she hurt her ankle like and that? Did she
0: really win? She definitely hit the floor.
3: Well, she, she hurt I, her ankle. I, Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. I don't
3: know. Everyone is saying that. But I guess it, she got it. Maybe she hit the button before she, like, no, no she I fell
0: off the wall and she held up, but, but you see the confetti flew away. And then she hurt her ankle, they were running
1: late, and, and I just think they just went, all right. Was that English?
3: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Sometimes I mean. he doesn't talk English, don't mind him, Rachel. No. But it's that's English.
3: what everyone keeps saying, though. I see, hear what Uncle Phil's saying, because everyone keeps saying that. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: you don't get a great picture. They all do screenshots, you don't really see a great picture of the foot on the floor. Right. But you, I saw a video where the confetti was flying away. What confetti? What confetti (laughs) on the floor? Did you watch the show? But what about the but what about the
2: winds from her body, like almost falling down? Like if her, I don't know. But like, she hurt no, herself,
1: Rachel. Enough, just so you with know, your ankle
3: enough to hurt herself. Yes, so. she
1: but just so you know, sometimes we have to decipher what he's saying because he Which does speak knows. English, but he's he talks in caveman sometimes. No, so we have know. to like pick apart what he's saying and try and really understand it. So now we got it. Oh, okay, you see how I'm
2: not touching the paper, but it's
3: moving?
1: No, you should have the video on for this one. Angelica has a, a, a piece of paper that she's floating in the air anyway. trying to move. Anyway, I, I don't know.
3: Oh, my God, I love that. Well, you know <laughs> that Brendan says that about me, Uncle Phil, that they ha- Brendan says I have my own special language and that Brendan has to consistently decipher it. Yeah, that's so that's what we're doing <laughs> and he right says now. He's we're the like, only one that can figure it out.
0: You know what it is? They don't listen to me. That's the problem.
3: <laughs> right? That's what I say. We're like Uncle Phil and I are like twins. <laughs>
1: like oh, he's fanning even more now.
3: Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm fanning even more too.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
3: Rachel,
2: I have a question. Do you moisturize? Yeah.
3: Do I moisturize Do I
2: moisturize? Moisturize, like with no, I know, I'm
3: kidding. Because I on Big Brother, this was an inside Big Brother joke. You would have picked up, and like if you were a real Big Brother fan, <laughs> I spelled mo- I spelled moisturize on one of my. Things and it actually spelled moisturize. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know
1: what she's told you I now? do, but I forgot about it. it. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't
3: remember. So the first season we had, uh, the first season I spelled chemistry because I thought I was like real smart and I was like, I'm a chemist. I'm gonna spell chemistry. And then the second season I was spelling moisturizer, but I spelled it moisturize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moisturizer. So that's-, that's amazing. Yeah. That's my big brother inside joke with all the fans that are listening.
1: Well, we need to to know. Do you (laughs) moisturize?
3: Do I moisturize? I do moisturize. Yes, I. I love to moisturize.
1: Well, he, my dad does not moisturize and he's constantly, he's constantly, he's scratching his dry skin at all times. And you know, like those pet peeves that you have, like some people hate when you scratch jeans or like, Oh yeah. Like crunching in the snow, like little sounds that bother people. Angelica (laughs) hates when my dad scratches his dry skin. And she freaks out. Like- well,
2: because he scratches, and it's instantly like you see the flakes of his skin coming off because he's so dry.
1: <laughs>
2: because he goes from his salt bath to his salt pool, and so he's all salted up and all dry and doesn't moisturize, and then he just scratches his skin, and it's the craziest sound you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> well, when you describe it
3: like that, I don't know if I want. I think maybe Uncle Phil needs to moisturize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm oh, dead. Oh, so That's the name of the episode. Uncle Apple Phil needs, needs to moisturize. I love that. <laughs>
3: That's the best title ever.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uncle Phil needs to moosterize.
3: That's I'm amazing. I'm obsessed.
1: Oh my gosh. Rachel, we love you so much. No, we're, I literally love
3: you so much. We should wrap oh up. Oh my God, up. you got, I love you so much. I'm fanning myself.
1: So I just want to <laughs> say one more time to everybody listening. You have to. So, oh, we didn't say better with the Brentchels is on yeah. immediately after Big Brother All you have to yeah. do To watch it Is go to Bespoke TV It's spelled Bespoke S-P-O-K-E TV.com And then you click Live TV And you get to watch Better with the Brent You Got get to watch Right after Big Brother Right yep. after Big Brother You right watch Big Brother. Brendan, Rachel, Adler And Adora Take a road trip Move to Alabama And stop all along the way It's a great show I love Yay. that it's live Yeah um, I, I just want to say One thing about that I did learn
0: something new that the aliens killed the dinosaurs.
3: Yeah, right! Oh my God, right! Thank wow. you for watching that episode. Wow! Wow, Nice. <laughs> the I I, I want to go to that
0: place. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was really fun. It's one of those like really silly places that you have to stop at when you're driving on Route Ten, but like, it was really fun. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we can't wait to watch every episode. We'll be watching, so um, everybody else should watch too. You're gonna love it. Uh, Rachel, we love you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much gosh, for coming thank on. Thank you
3: for having me. And I apologize for all the random distractions in the background. Oh, you're you so fine. No. We love hearing amazing. the kids. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: Anyway, before uh, we sign out, we always say one, two, three, it's been real. So will you do that with us? Yes. All right. Ready, everyone? One, one two, three. three. It's, it's been real. We love you. Thank you
3: again for having me. I really appreciate it.